Welcome to Get Your Book Done. I'm your host, Christine Closer, a Wall Street Journal and USA Today bestselling author, award-winning publisher, and book writing coach to thousands. I love helping aspiring nonfiction authors write, publish, and promote their best books because there's nothing more powerful than writing a book to transform your life, your readers' lives, your business, and ultimately the world with your message. So let's get started. Welcome, everyone, to today's show where we're talking about joyful author marketing. And this is especially for you if when you saw the title of this episode, you kind of went cross-eyed thinking, wait, those those things don't really go together, like marketing and having it be joyful. Um, So this is exactly why I brought in the amazing Shannon Hernandez. She is the author of the upcoming book um, called The Joyful Experiment. And Shannon is really all about the joy, not only in life, but also in business. And she is specifically known around the globe for her joyful marketing methodology. She works with online coaches and consultants. I know that's lots of you who listen. Um, and she teaches them how to market and sell from a place of joy first and to then build a profitable business that includes abundant time off which is definitely connected to the joyful life piece, which is not working all the time on your message-based, mission-based, transformation in the world-based kind of business. So welcome, Shannon. I'm super excited that you're here today. Thank you, Christine. Thanks for having me. Oh yeah, my absolute pleasure. And, you know, I mentioned that you have the forthcoming book, The Joyful Experiment coming out, but you also are already an author of a memoir called Breaking the Silence, um, subtitle, listen to this, is my final 40 days as a public school teacher. So Shannon has, you know, another book she's working on, a, a you know, very deep dive kind of memoir um, that she's already written. And what I love to ask people when we get started on our shows here, Shannon, is what was it that kind of inspired you into authorship? And because the memoir was the first book, I'd love for you to start there and then maybe share a little bit too about what's inspired you to be working now on the joyful experiment. Sure. So uh, I think like a lot of us who are authors, the thing that inspired the first book was I was in a lot of pain. <laughs> so true. And, uh... <laughs> pain is a huge motivation for, a, especially transformational authors. It's like they get through something and then they want to just help the world and not have to go through what they did. I get it. Yes. Yes. And the pain was like the essence of this book was um, I love teaching. It's a big part of my brand and, and what I do now in the world of marketing and helping people learn how to do that. But um the school systems had just changed so much. So I was a teacher for 10 years in Charlotte, North Carolina. And then my final five years, I moved to uh, New York City and I taught eighth graders in Harlem. And I loved teaching. If people could have just let me close my door and do my job, I would probably still be a teacher. But it got really clouded with testing and politics and uh, you know, putting 40 some kids in a classroom, an eighth grade classroom that was meant for 20. Right. And um, it was just not really what I signed up for anymore. And I felt the joy leaving and I made a decision to exit out um, after year 15. And that really 
was a very sad time. And I didn't know I was going to write a book about it, but there were some monumental things that happened um, in those final 40 days. And I had just been keeping like a journal on my desk of like the good things and the things the kids said that made me laugh and the things that are as frustrating. So I could remember like, this is exactly why I'm leaving. Um, and then there were some surprises that came in those 40 days. And, and I had to do a lot of healing through, uh, what transpired and through the exit of giving up a childhood dream. And so that's really where the, motivation for the first book came from. Beautiful. Thank you. Sounds, I mean, we don't have time today to get into the depths and details of that journey, but I'm sure you can all imagine how um, profoundly powerful that journey was. So thank you. So that's the memoir. Again, most memoirs inspired by this, you know, transformational journey people go through the, you know, depths of pain to having a new understanding or realization around, you know, something they went through in their life. But tell us, like, how did the Joyful Experiment book then come to be or come into motion? Because it's still in motion at the moment, not yet published. Yeah. So the Joyful Experiment book came through my own personal experiment with this question of what brings me joy. And outside of work, I need to be very clear. Like I love work, but there's got to be more than just work, right? So <laughs> um, it was this realization that I didn't actually know what brought me joy outside of work. And I realized as I was coaching primarily women coaches and consultants, they couldn't answer the question either outside of their work or maybe their kids, although sometimes that's not joyful. Uh, it's stress, right? And so I went on this exploration for the last few years of what actually brings me joy and not just a fleeting joy, but lasting joy. And I started studying joy from the, the process of experimentation. And that whole thing just felt really good to me. I have a master's in biology and I spent lots of times in labs and, you know, doing the, 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 scientific method and the experiment and recording data. And it just felt so good to say, wow, what if I could just increase my joy every single day by simply experimenting with it? And so I went on this experiment. And of course, as everyone can probably imagine, um, life threw some hellacious things <laughs> to the mix <laughs> to, to see if it was going to work. You know, is the experiment valid? How serious are you about this experiment, Shannon? Right? Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was this, it. That and the other thing. That was it. And so while navigating those things and it was, it was grief, it was, um, you know, I'm completely transparent. My spouse during this time that I was in this experiment transitioned to a woman and, we're still happily married, but it took so much um, grieving and joyful experimenting to get to the other side. And I often say, and one of the lines in my book is, I know what joy feels like because I experience deep grief. Mm, mm -hmm. And so the joyful experiment is, um, not a traditional book. It is actually going to include my artwork. It's going to take people on an experiential process through their own joy journey. And I'm super excited about it. 
Yes, I'm sure anyone listening to you right now and just feeling your joy and like hearing your smile as you speak um, are excited about it as well. So thank you for sharing all of that. Now, like you have this sort of body of work around this joyful uh, marketing methodology and really helping people find joy in marketing. First and foremost, I want you to like speak to uh, the conversation that's going in a lot of people's heads, I'm sure, which is that, as I mentioned in the opening, right, joy um, and marketing don't usually get mixed in the same sentence. Um, so I'd like you to just speak to that conversation that might be happening in some people's heads. Um, and also then I'd love you to speak about how, you know, the work you do evolves because you know, there's some basic fundamental marketing principles, but yet there's like the market itself changes. So there needs to be constant evolution. So speak to the conversation first as some people might be having around fitting joy and marketing in one mouthful. Sure. So um, I think it's really important to note that this joyful marketing came up upon me by accident with the first book. And what happened was the book was out and everyone's excited. And I'm like, Oh God, now I need to like get this book in the hands of people. And I sat down one day and I said, okay, if marketing, this is what I believe is really about connecting and communicating and being of service. How can I get this book into the hands of the people who want to read it? essentially. Right. And so I came up with all these ideas that I didn't censor myself. I just like wrote down a whole bunch of ideas and some of them were bogus and didn't happen. And some of them were really fun and totally happened. And through the process of marketing my book by myself, I sold 4,000 copies. And that is amazing. Just put a, put a (laughs) pin in that for just a second. Because I want you to understand when you hear that, like simply like, oh, yeah, I want to sell millions or become a New York Times bestseller. Most, especially self-published books that come out, never sell more than 100 copies, which is devastating. And why don't they sell more than 100 copies? Because authors really love writing more than they love marketing. But when you approach it, like how Shannon's, you know, talking with you and we'll talk more with you about um, you can do something like sell 4,000 copies of an incredibly, like this book didn't have a huge audience, right? In terms of like who it was for, it's kind of for a very specific kind of person. Um, so I just, I just didn't want to, like, I wanted to put some perspective as to what it takes to sell 4,000 books. Cause you know, 5,000 to a New York publisher is considered a huge success. Mm-hmm. And that's with a New York publisher behind you. So um, well, maybe not a huge success, but a reasonable enough success that it was worth it for them to publish it. But 4,000 on your own, out of the gate, as a teacher at the time, pretty flippin' amazing. And I love that it helped you find your life's work. Thank you. And so I was like, whoa, I'm gonna, well, first I was like, first, I didn't even know what the number was that I wanted to sell, but I just knew that the book was selling. And then I was joyful. I was like, yeah, it's working. And I was just having fun, like sharing the message and getting the word out and talking to people and connecting and communicating about the book and the book's vision and mission for like waking up people's eyes about what's going on behind like closed closed schoolroom doors. Um, And then it did, it birthed this entire love of marketing. And I'm so thankful it happened that way because it could have been a very different story today. But what I realized is I just started talking to people about, oh, 
gosh, you're an author. What have you thought about marketing this way? How about this way? How does this feel to you? And we just started brainstorming ideas. And from there, I really came up with this idea over the year. It was like an evolution of joyful marketing. And it's such an oxymoron. (laughs) It sure as heck is. Like, I love it. Um, but it's, it's one of those like whiplash names. What? That is why I did it because I knew just putting joyful in front of marketing was going to attract people, make them curious, repel some. I've had hate mail. You know how that goes. Like, what are you talking about? Like, okay, they're not my people, but it birthed this entire methodology that I now use to help authors, speakers, coaches, and consultants around the world fall in love with their body of work sometimes multiple body of works, the services or the programs that they're selling and just come back to joy. Because at the end of the day, I say joy first and the money always follows. Mm. Some of you need to write that one down or etch it on your forehead or something. Joy first and the money follows. Love it. What do you want to say to the person who just feels like it's not even really possible? Like that they, they're really struggling to, to just accept that marketing could be joyful. Yeah. Where do they, where do they start? Like, let's just say right now you're speaking to someone who, you know, maybe their book is uh, written. It's in the process of being published. Like what, you know, kinds of marketing, um, especially through this joyful lens, do you recommend that an author really look at doing when they're, sort of at that stage book isn't out yet, but they know it's coming and they need to be thinking about the marketing, but perhaps are not having a joyful experience with that. Yeah. So when I work with authors, we really break things into the pre-launch marketing phase, the launch marketing phase and the post-launch. And so if somebody's book is at the publishers, the, the thing is, is that they wrote that book for a reason. And it takes a lot of work and time and tears and a lot, a lot of it to write a book. And I think the saddest thing is like, are we just going to give up if people aren't buying it? Like that doesn't seem like we would put all that work into that for, for a hundred people, if even that, right. To, to get their, to get the book into those people's hands. So um, my first, really my first um, tip would be, you probably need to reframe the word marketing. And at the end of the day, marketing is about connecting with people who want to hear your story and your message. It's about communicating what it is that you're up to and doing in the world. And it's about showing up and being of service. And how can you go about that? There are, I've identified 157 ways to market a book. So I'm going to actually go out on a limb here and say, I bet we could find one way that would bring you joy. (laughs) Really? Let's hope. Let's hope. I always tell people like there's a million different ways. I just created like a little mini course called 21 ways to market your book. And it's seven things to do before, you know, before it's done during the process. And then after like that you could do forever, as long as you want to market it. And one of the things I say is like the most important thing that you can do is the thing that you will do. Yes. Like don't put together some big, huge, grand, you know, marketing plan on paper that looks good, but you're not going to do because you're scared of it. You don't understand it. You like, it just doesn't feel right to you. 
one joyful thing that you do consistently, man, like for some people, that's the only book marketing plan they need. I mean, you might say otherwise, but it's a great point. Just wanted to point, you know, like put an exclamation mark on that. I completely agree. You don't need to be doing all the things. It's going to burn you out. You're not going to find joy in it. You're not going to do it. So let's find one or two that are super fun and joyful and let you show up in your absolute 100% brilliance and not force you out of alignment. And that really is the essence of joyful marketing. I really want people to take that in, right? The essence of joyful marketing. And I'm just curious, like what, you know, what are some of the things that you did? Maybe some people can get some ideas. What are some of the things that you did to sell those 4,000 books that were joyful for you? Like maybe you can share from your own experience. Um, I can certainly share a few from mine, but I'd love to hear from you. You know, what was joyful that you did do uh, that worked for you? Just to plant some ideas in people's minds. Sure. So one of the things I, I love to do, I'm a people person and I like to interview people and hear about their stories. And so I um, actually had a podcast that went along with this book um, and I interviewed teachers who were still in love with the profession. And it was such an interesting angle to take because I was the teacher who was not in love (laughs) anymore with the profession. And the reason I took that angle is because one, I didn't want it to be all negative. Nobody wants, wants that. Um, But also there is a large group of teachers in this country who are thinking about other things they could be doing who want to fall in love again with teaching. And I knew that having those interviews could inspire them or to hear my story on the other side. And if they went and read the book, also inspire them on the other side to follow their joy and get out and do something different. Like at the end of the day, life is too freaking short to be doing anything we don't love. So that was one thing. The other thing I did is I used the tight, the cover of the book when it was done And I pulled quotes, two or three quotes from every single chapter and had them put on the title of this book. And I started building interest when the book went off to publishing and I used Facebook primarily. That's like my platform of choice. Um, Instagram was not around then. (laughs) So Facebook, it was. Um, And I'll say I was just in December. I was um, hosting a class about publishing and just teaching the different publishing paths and how to get published in 2021. And I was like, you know, I'm talking about times like before the Kindle was even invented, right? Like before you could do books print on demand and have them be any kind of reasonable quality. I felt like I was really dating myself as a dinosaur, but it just means that like we've got so much experience, right? And we've seen the evolutions. So I love that you kind of said that. Yeah. So I had a blog. I had these um, beautiful visuals of the cover, which is all about branding and like just having people see it over and over. I was sharing the piece of the story that went around the quote. And one of the things I really teach now is story marketing. And the authors love that because they actually wrote a story. So how can we just translate that over into their marketing? Um, But it was, you know, those were some things that I did. Um, I also had a book launch party which was really scary for me. And 
Um, the reason it was scary is probably reason when any of us host any kind of events, we, we have this daunting question of what if nobody comes? <laughs> like, <laughs> what if nobody comes to this book launch party? Mm. Um, but we had 70 some people come from all over the United States and they, they, I had a ticket. So it was an entry into the book launch party and their ticket included a book and a second book that they could give away. Um, and they loved that. They loved that generosity. And it was just really a beautiful gathering of friends and teachers and family and people that I had, you know, met in business and really everyone just coming together to celebrate. And it was super, super fun. Book launch parties are fun. Even if you have to do one virtually because of just the times that we're living in at the time of this podcast, you know, being released into the world, um, in-person ones are fantastic, but virtual book signing, par- well, not book signing parties because you can't physically sign the books, but virtual book launch parties are a blast for so many people because they are able to reach people and have people join them from not only across their own country, but around the world. I've seen people um, have guests coming to their virtual book party, you know, their book launch parties. So um, if the idea, like if you're the kind of person who likes throwing parties, then do that. Like that's a super joyful, fun way of uh, marketing your book. And don't, you know, get yourself thinking, well, my book's coming out soon. It's still going to be this pandemic and I can't do anything. Like then make it work for you. Then make it virtual, yeah. make it virtual. Because, yeah. um, you know. Mm-hmm. And virtual has a lot less logistics. (laughs) Sure as heck does. No overhead, no space rental, none of that. And um, yeah, and I've even seen people doing virtual uh, book launches where they'll bring in like someone with a, you know, well-recognized name either in the world or in their industry to kind of come in and sort of endorse what they're doing and speak a little bit and um, so there's, there's a lot of opportunity even in this virtual world that we're living in at this time, which hopefully, you know, won't last all of 2021, but it is our reality at the moment. So, mm-hmm. um, please keep that in mind. Fabulous. So, um, any other really key tips, tools, um, around, you know, teachings that you want people to really get? around this joyful marketing possibility for authors? Well, I just want to say I have helped people transform their businesses and even my own with this slogan that we live by. If it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's a writer downer. It's all over my website because I thought <laughs> if people are going to be offended by if I say shit, they're probably not my people. <laughs> <laughs> so to my production team who's like listening through this, we might need to mark this one illicit because we said the word shit. So um, oh. anyway. <laughs> yeah. And so really, you know, at the end of the day, Christine, this is about trusting that you were put on this earth with a message and a mission and a vision. And the way you decide to get that out is completely up to you, Mm -hmm. but it's not going to work. If you're not happy, it's not going to work. If you're not inspired, it's not going to work. If you're feeling bitter about what you need to be doing to market your book, it's, it's just not going to work. And so I flipped the entire marketing industry on its head. 
and said, if it ain't joyful, we ain't doing that shit. And it has resonated far and wide. And we have been able to reach so many people and help them find one or two ways to grow their business, to sell their books, whatever it is. And their lives are transformed. They are happier. Their families are happier. They're making more money. They're reaching more people. Mm. And so I just want to encourage, you know, the listeners, you need to be open to joy and you need to be open to doing marketing in a way that doesn't feel salesy and slimy and threatening because there are many, many ways to make that happen. Absolutely. And if you're holding it as something that is sort of, you know, salesy and slimy and just icky and doesn't feel good, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. And that is why most self-published books on average sell no more than a hundred copies because the authors aren't finding a way to market that it that feels joyful. I know you said early, like marketing is connecting. I always try to get my people to, to really wrap their mind around marketing is simply sharing. Like, and you just wrote the book. Hopefully you're excited about sharing that book with people. And when you really focus, I believe, and you might be aligned with what I'm, what I'm going to say here, Shannon, but when you're really focused on the core of the message, and you are excited about sharing what it is you wrote in this incredible transformational book. Like you may not love marketing necessarily, but can you find ways to move forward in sharing your book that feel really good to you and joyful to you? Absolutely. And um, as Shannon says, like you don't have to do everything. Like just pick a couple of things that feel really good that you're going to do. And like, bam, you'll be a success in marketing your book. But don't, don't, don't try to push a string uphill uh, by doing things that you really just, just feel crummy to you that you don't want to do um, and just work at them and work at them and work at them because someone told you that that's what you should do and that's what should work and that's what other people are doing. Like, just like, don't pay any attention to that. Yeah, it's true. And if you're hearing words like, this was another reason I birthed joyful marketing is because someone called me actually sobbing and she's like, yeah, but my coach said, I need to do this. I have to do this. I should do this. And I was like, first of all, don't give your power away. And secondly, what do you want to do? Like when you get really quiet and you listen to your deep inner knowing, what do you want to do? And if we can approach it from that place and empower people there are no guilts and shames and shoulds and and resentment. And that really is like the core of, you know, owning your message and getting it out to the world in a way that feels good. So incredibly true. And I like you, I have a people coming to me in tears like, but they said that I needed to. I'm like, who and why? And did they ask any questions to really get into you and understanding what's important to you and what you like doing and what you don't like doing? And they're like, well, no, they just said I had to do that. And I can tell Shannon that this, that gets under both of our skins for yeah. sure. Um, yeah. Don't let anyone, you know, tell you what you should be doing, but find a couple things that bring you joy and do those to market your book. So um, we are kind of just 
wrapping up here. Um, again, it always surprises me when I do these episodes, like how fast 30 minutes can go by. Um, but I do want to make sure everyone knows that you can head over to the show notes for today's show. As usual, Shannon has a great resource there to share with you. Absolutely free. She'll tell you about that in just a sec, but you also see links to her website, her book. And, you know, if you need some help figuring out really how to move forward with your joyful author marketing, um, I highly encourage you to reach out to Shannon because She'll take all of the ickiness out of it for you. And yeah. Um, yeah, very highly recommend her her style. We're very aligned, as you can tell, in what we believe authors um, really need to successfully market their books. So definitely head over to the um, show notes um, for that those all those links. But before I ask you my last question, can you just tell people about the free resource you've got for them over there? Sure. Um, we have for you today a joyful marketing quiz. It's a quick eight question yes or no quiz to really expand your mind around what joyful marketing could be. And when you get your result, you also get the joyful marketing blueprint and a beautiful little video training to help you really think about how to start implementing this for your own book marketing. Magnificent. Again, you can grab that over at the show notes and I highly recommend you go do that quiz. Eight quick questions, but you'll get some insight and get a phenomenal resource on the other side. So um, please do that. And so the final question I want to ask you, Shannon, is if there's just one thing, one thing that our listeners take away from this conversation today, what is the single most important nugget you really want them to walk away with? I want them to know that their story matters and will impact thousands and thousands of people, but only if it gets into their hands. And so be committed to finding a joyful way to get your, your book out there because people need to hear what you've written. Mm, so well said. And I just energetically, it just felt like when you said, you know, find a joyful way to get it out there. Um, I feel like some people just took a deep sigh of relief, a breath and felt this little ray of hope. Like I can do that. I can find a joyful way. Just one joyful thing that I do consistently around getting my book out there. Um, so if that was you and you were listening, just felt that little sigh of relief. Awesome. Um, and definitely go grab the resource, the quiz and uh, help yourself get you know, set on a firm path with this joyful author marketing journey. So Shannon, thank you so much for your time today and um, for doing what you do and for teaching people what you know and what you discovered from the, the experience of joyfully marketing your first memoir that had nothing to do with marketing, but <laughs> everything you. I guess to do with the pursuit of joy, right? As you made such a big decision. So grateful for yeah. your time and your wisdom and your joy, bringing your joy to us today. So Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Christine. My pleasure. Yes. And to my listeners, as always, thank you for being here. Thank you for being the kind of person who either is in the process or is already a published transformational author. We need you in the world. We need your message. We need your light. We need your wisdom. We need your stories. We need your expertise. We need your hope. We need your vision. We need your love. So I am just so grateful that you're here listening and engaged because it means that you are one of those people who are up to doing really big things and sharing who you are and what you've experienced and what you know on the pages of a book in service to others. So I am just grateful that you're here. And until next time, happy writing, everyone. 
Thank you for joining me for this episode of Get Your Book Done. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to everything we talked about today. And if you want my help with your book, head over to christinecloser.com to learn more and get a free copy of my book, The Transformation Quadrant, which will show you how to blueprint your book in 15 minutes or less. The Get Your Book Done podcast is where the leading conversation is happening for transformational authors everywhere. And I'm grateful you tuned in.